Welcome to the Spellcast. takes you back, uh, opens the door and takes you back, and it's not a bathroom. What is it, a fucking crystal palace? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's, looks like a larder, and like their, their cellar, I get another part of their cellar where they keep ale and stuff. You see very large casks of ale and crates of, uh, wasabi peas and such as that nature, you know, standard bar snacks and things mm-hmm. like that. And she looks back and she sort of nods. And uh, Mr. Not Your Fucking Business uh, takes uh, the door and sort of shuts it. And presumably, from you hear from the sound of something leaning against the door, is basically not letting anyone else in the back. And so it's dark in the larder. And she takes her little fingers and snaps them. The little ball of light appears at the tip of her finger. Yeah. That's cool. It's a it's a cantrip. It's nothing any it's not nothing big. So she leads you follow me this way please and please uh, stick together if you don't mind. I think I can handle my own, but okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I I, I still have uh, Connell by like the sleeve. I was about to like grab onto Azazel's arm and mm-hmm. as soon as she says that I'm just like okay. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, you better keep Connell in check with those peas on. <laughs> yeah. So she goes to one of the casks in the back, and she stands in front of it. She puts her hand on the tap of the keg. She twists the, the tap, the little valve, all the way to the left. Thank you very much. Twists the, the valve all the way to the left, rotates the tap upside down, and then takes the entire tap and turns it like a wheel Oh wow! three-fourths of the way. So basically turns it 270 degrees and then pulls the uh, pulls the entire front of this keg open like a round door. And she's very impressive. And immediately there's like a hollow, a very hollow sound. You hear the ambience of like a cave, which is to say it's very quiet, but you can still hear dripping of like some water and things. And she says after you. Dragging me by the head, you're dragging me by the sleeve. I recognize it. You know, I say this to her like, I recognize this is not a smart thing to do. No, but it's I, not. And then I just, you know, I go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you all head on through. Kind of, why are we always putting ourselves in situations where, where we get back? When you reach the fork in the road, just hang on a second. You can see now you've entered this very narrow five foot wide 
uh, corridor that seems hewn out of the rock. There is, by the light of her light cantrip, you can see at the end, there is the tunnel does split off to the left and the right. And you can see she's just shutting the, the keg door behind you. Does it look to be a way to open it from this side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It seems like a very simple latch system you can actually see. Uh, the locking mechanism on the back. It's very intricate, but it's a series of pulleys and wires and gears and such that when the combination is done the way she does it, it opens the door. But uh, from this side, it's just a simple latch and then you you can open the door. She makes her way to the front of, the, of your little group and starts walking towards the dead end and then she makes a right and she beckons you to follow. Okay, I guess we follow. <laughs> All right, who's in the back? I am. You are? Mm-hmm. You feel a tap on your shoulder. What? <laughs> <laughs> As you round the corner, yes, walking to the right, you feel a tap on your back. Well, do you turn around or do you just sort of. I just say what? <laughs> I, I just want to know. Um, Miss, Miss Keen? Miss Keen, are these dinner guests? Am I a dinner guest? I guess I was invited. I have a great buffet! Great um, buffet in the back! We're supposed to stick together, right? You hear a very long, exasperated sigh coming from uh, Nine Fingers, uh, or Miss Keen, and she walks to the back, and her light cantrip illuminates a hunched-over figure looks to be in his mid-late twenties. Very long, unkempt hair. Uh, Rags, looks like he's wearing a burlap sack as uh, as a tunic. And he's just kind of very excited, very snaggletooth, wild-eyed, kind of crazy. Eyebrows absolutely bushes. And she says, Winky, Winky, how many times? Winky. How many times have I told you? Do not use my last name. Okay? Do not use my last name. So your your name is Nine Fingers Miss Keen. Nine. It's Nine, nine Fingers Keen. Yes. Thank how many you. fingers does she actually have? What? Who she actually has nine fingers. No. Yeah. Well, I explained it. Winky, no, these are not dinner guests. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm afraid that uh, we won't be able to go and visit your mansion today. And she sort of looks at you guys oh, and nods per- along. Perhaps another time. Perhaps another time. <laughs> She's joking. <laughs> it's okay. Winky is used to the high life. <laughs> oh, well, then I would absolutely love to see your, your mansion at a more opportune time. Okay, well, you can schedule it with my personal assistant. I will. Be sure to pencil it. Excellent. <laughs> before, uh, before he turns around to sort of hobble and hop off, hop away down into the dark cave-like corridor from whence he came, Nine Fingers stops him and says, Oh, Winky, question. D- seeing as you're the head of the Neighborhood Watch Association... Have you seen any, you know, suspicious activity in our neighborhood? Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, Petunia and I are haven't seen anyone 
Petunia made some good soup the other day. Yeah, I, I think we might have a raccoon problem, though. But that's it. What makes you think there's a raccoon problem? I just see the raccoons down behind on the other side of the fence sometimes staring at me. Now, maybe they want some of the soup. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I have to say that I was, um, when she asked why Ront had not shown up himself, I was furiously trying to think of, of a, a good lie, and you're just like, he overbooked. <laughs> and I love that. It's so good. What? It was the truth. Yes, no, mm -hmm. it didn't. So, I don't want to call him a flat-out idiot oh, and say he overbooked. But I actually know. do. I do have deception. Hmm. Hi. I'm gonna be over here. Brother! Are you okay? I'm good. I know a guy dresses sure, like sure that. Mike Mike picks up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Pierre, just so you're aware of where we are. Yes, hi. Uh, we oh, have gorgeous. sort of kind of time jumped a uh, little bit into the future. Your meeting is still going to happen. Sure. We just sort of time jumped right with, the, with, the, with the other meeting in the underseller. Where I am not. Where you are not. Which is bad. That's because yeah. I was, it was supposed to be. Oh, yes. okay. They so, know. They know. No. They know. <laughs> so they are there. I am not. Mm -hmm. And how's that going, guys? Uh, we are now locked in a room with a probably very high-level rogue. Oh. And some goblin. Uh, you, you look like just a dude. Dude who looked like a goblin. Uh -huh. Dude who, yeah, basically dude who looked like a goblin. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag, hashtag not all goblins. Uh, <laughs> wait, okay, so by we are at the undercellar in a place locked in with a guy well, who he... probably punches. Who is it? Uh, her name. Uh, you will come to discover is Nine Fingers Keen. I just meant who of us is there. Oh, oh. the three of us. The three of them. Yeah, and I've just been a super chill carrot. Okay. She leads you down a hallway. It's a rather short corridor uh, hewn into the rock wall. It's more like a like a cave. Leads you to a door. It's kind of... It, it, it looks rough hewn on the outside. She, she opens the handle, ushers you in. Inside, there's, there's a desk, a very kind of ornate-looking rich desk, mahogany, and you recognize the desk. It's the desk from fucking Rufus Rough Puppies. It's Jadankle's old desk. Oh my god. I know, right? We, we just we just found it in an abandoned uh, abandoned building, and no one was using it. No one. So um, we we bought I, it. Y you suppose it's a write-off. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a tax write-off for the guild. Sure, we'll buy that. Anywho, um, and she shuts the door, which Wait, by the way, how the other side of the door is like, it looks like a very nice door. <laughs> the other yeah. Hal is very, is like visibly like perturbed by this. Mm -hmm. Like he wants to, to argue the point, but he's not going to. <laughs> She goes back and sits down in the high back chair, which used to be your dental chair. And you can see in this room, there's a desk, there's the chair that she sits in, yeah, to which she says, welcome to my office. There's a door behind her to her left, and then there's a door on her right immediately. And then there's the door behind you. There is one chair sitting in front, and then there's two chairs that you can sort of pull up to also sit down in front of her desk. Quote, did they unquote. also? Did those chairs also belong to Janankle? 
no, they just look like like wooden stools that have backs nailed onto them. Any, either way, I'm, I'm gonna like take one and just like drag it over, like screeching on the floor very loudly. <laughs> she she sits down, props her now dirty boots onto the top of the desk, uh, and sort of leans back in the chair, rocking it back and forth, and says, "How can I help you?" As the representative of the Gibbard. Okay, scariest part about that is as she said that, lightning struck in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been lightning striking. I know, but it was just like, how can I but help you? <laughs> well. <laughs> no, That's... because our... So we have a balcony, everybody, that has a screen door and a very, very beautifully sound-blocking door that's in front of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it cancels out about 90% of the sound outside. It is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the difference... It's like a magic barrier behind a cell, blah, blah, cellar door. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there would have to be, like, literally something that has happened, like a gunshot, right in front of our house for us to hear of. Neat. So... Um, as I understand it, you uh, you want to have access to the undercellar, supposedly, to help the Lamra figure out some blockage of some sort. And to do that, so you don't get lost, or go into places that you're not supposed to go, where you don't belong, you need our approval. So, I guess the stipulations begin here. Do you, or have you ever, or do you now, represent any form of governmental body or organization that seen, or organization such as, but not limited to, the Lord's Alliance? Uh, No. Okay, that's fairly simple. Have you or have you ever? Uh, have you or are you? Yes. yes. Wait, hold, hold on. I'm going to make a wisdom check. <clears throat> uh, oh. As the, the thing. Okay. The so, how actually, like, instinctively, like, raises his finger, then says, never mind. Oh, what? No, 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 no. Please, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just wondering if you could define uh, organization a little bit more, just so I know that I'm not inadvertently. Certain groups in the city do not like the presence of our franchised guild, and she motions towards a, a framed uh, certificate on the wall. It says, we, the city of Baldur's Gate, present this official guild certificate to, and you can see on the underside where the guild name would be, you can see sort of marked out in like charcoal, uh, uh, the Order of the Gilded Rose, and written underneath, <laughs> scrawled in charcoal, is the Guild. I, I can't see why everything looks on the up and up. Yeah, exactly. We are official, signed in everything by Cassius Blanco himself. <laughs> I know, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Seriously, I think we're okay. Oh, well, good. Wonderful. So, uh, do you have any sort of business or things that you need to declare uh, before going into the underseller. Bankruptcy. (laughs) Well, you certainly come to the right friends who could help you with that. Um, (laughs) So, 
blockage. Blockage, blockage, blockage. Supposedly, it is uh, something blocking the sewers and the canals. Now, uh, we don't know what it is. We don't generally mess around with the sewers, and my representatives have not reported seeing anything. Uh, then again, we sort of stick to our certain corner of the neighborhood, as Wait, it were. You guys said your bathrooms were. Yes, that was that was a euphemism. That was a double entendre. This is our bathroom. Oh! Yes, I'm yes. I'm not a smart woman. I am not a smart woman either. Yeah, I've got that one. in here for this one. <laughs> when <laughs> would you like to go? Because I can't I, I, I can't just let you out there. Of course. And let you, when would you like to come down and, you know, look for this thing? Uh, preferably at a time when... Uh, Ron can actually join us. Um, okay. So, okay, real quick, we have like a bunch of stuff coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Like the next day, we had the ceremony. What's happening the next day? Uh, well, the debate is the next day. Uh, that's in the afternoon, though. Uh, she said, I would prefer if you've not come in the middle of the day. That would be helpful for me. Is there anything going on the day after the debate? That- uh, Monday? Oh, wait. So, Yes, yeah, Sunday's the debate. Monday is... Sunday's a weird day for a yeah, debate. Sunday's a weird day. Yes, it is. All right, so it's Sunday... Yes. Fun day. Fun day. Yes. Monday. Monday. One day. Tuesday. I forgot. Is that many? I forgot we added so many days. It's um, a 10-day week. It's a, yes, yes, yes. I remember this. Uh, Sunday... Uh, Sunday is... Ah, right. Sunday's church meeting. Monday's the debate. That's better. It's better. That's yeah. better. Even if that's not how it is, it was that. That's how it is now. But also fun day. Oh right, fun days to debate. That's what it was. It's on fun day. Yes, it's on fun day. <laughs> can't plan. <laughs> this is government bureaucracy. Don't drop that 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 um, day. It's gonna be fun day. <laughs> so yes, the debate is on fun day. Um, it's the worst day for a debate. Yes, it is. Worse than Sunday. So basically, we'll want to go in as soon as possible without conflicting with one of the other things that we have coming up. Uh-huh. Um, one, wait, one day is the I prefer tonight or tomorrow night, but seeing as Mr. Havenfair is not here tonight, it'll have to be tomorrow night. have to be tomorrow night. Very well. Is there a time limit? Is there a time limit? How long you can be in there? Well, I'd say I'd give you, I'd give you six hours. Wow. Well, I mean, you're, someone will be guiding us, I assume? We can guide you through our portion, uh, to get you to the sewers. That, uh, the sewers are not too many caves away and exits that way to get you directly to the sewers. Um, <clears throat> however, uh, should you require going through any other portions of the undercellar, I'm afraid we won't be able to provide a guide. Final. So obviously, uh, th- this way we can ensure that we do not accidentally wander into places you don't want us to go. Yes, we certainly don't want that happening. And I assume once we're outside of the purview of your guild, then there are no areas that uh, you have interest in? Oh no, we don't have any interest in those areas. I mean, it is good 
to know the goings on of certain areas that we don't have any interest in. So anything you find, I would love to have this information. Excellent. Uh, perhaps we could. Uh, my conscience is telling me to roll insight. Why are you rolling insight to try and be insightful? Well, conscience. Um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. if we were to, for example, detour to find something, if something interesting came up that we could report, would that be worth a couple of extra hours? I think it would. I think it would be worth a couple of extra hours. Of course, granted, if you don't come back, we're not going to come looking for you. Oh, of course. Wouldn't, I would not expect that. I mean, as far as we know, you're not even down here. Because we're not. We don't exist. Right. Right? Yeah. We don't even exist either, do we? Roll insight to the fact that there could be anything that I'm they want to know about in the sewer system. I'm going to be Okay. Sure. Like the fact that they want to know what goes on down there. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'll, I'll say this, like, is it okay for tabletop? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm interested to know if they, what they know about the uh, uh, the eyes of... Um, Tear? Of Tear, their operations down there. I'm also a little bit worried that they may know, so... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just, or they might, like, want us to, like, spy on them or something. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, if they have an arrangement. It could be any number of those things. Right. It just doesn't feel like we're getting anything close to it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't care about any of the other, of the vast network of interconnected tunnels. You got the city. eight? You have nine. Nine? Five this way. Uh, no, you don't have any idea what she could be interested in. But you can see that she's trying to angle to get information. We have paper, right? We draw her a map. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's, that's a good idea. That's, well, what we information, like since this is something that you're gleaning from your check, information that you can get for her or information that you already have about your intentions, uh, stated and unstated, in this negotiation. My con- y'all looking at me, my conscience just said a bunch of words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because you told him that you can tell she wants information, Mm -hmm. but does that mean stuff that we can go and get for her or stuff, stuff that, that you can go and get for her. Oh, like oh. Any, anything that we see down there. Is Both? I mean, he, he rolled a nine. She's <laughs> accepting. She, I mean, anyone will take any information you have. It just seems weird that they wouldn't already have scouted or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That uh, guild of, um, let's be open here, a guild of thieves, scouts who are supposed to know the city inside and out would be asking you for information at all. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, See, I have feelings about that, but I'm not there, so I can only do what I can. So, <laughs> obviously, you, you can show us part of the way. Mm-hmm. Rather, you just want to show us part of the way, since you do know the city in and out. That's a good point. So, I would only have myself or a representative take you through the area we know is let's use the word safe that yeah here we go there it is okay so there are unsafe parts that you guys have been to but really haven't collected a lot of information on well we had collected a lot of information on them and then all of a sudden we couldn't because when i would send people to go through those areas to uh, complete certain guild missions, let's call them. Mm-hmm. Errands. Uh, errands. 
retrieval of certain donated deliveries, donated goods, uh, they wouldn't come back. And these are people who I find very trustworthy for uh, a group of guild members. Well, can since it's in potentially both of our interests, can you tell us which parts of the other side they were headed also, to, but they did not come back from? What race were they? What race were the, the oh spear? Amigos. Oh, very various. Uh, we have I almost say Kajets. Uh We have uh, Tabaxi, uh, various people who uh, are opportunistic humans. You have any Sneeple? I'm sorry. Sneeple. Sneeple. Sneeple people. Uh, well, we have been known to employ one P, but we keep them sort of at arm's length. Uh, have you sent any of them out? Oh, no. We haven't had a Wanti in our employ for at least a decade. Uh, and to answer your question, which was, again, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> um, oh, are there basically which areas, can we, can you tell us which areas uh, a lot are of interest to you in that sense? A lot of where they disappeared from. Areas further west, I would say. I'll be frank, I'm not very good at this whole clandestine negotiation thing, so I'm going to uh, offer a couple of bits of information in good faith. Okay. Um, Wait, what? Yes. Why? Uh, because I just said I'm not very good at this. Uh, <laughs> um, the first, uh, have you or anyone in your guild been uh, partaking in um, certain cosmetic products? sold from certain stalls in the wild. Oh, that paint shit? No. Uh, we did have um, a guild member uh, bring back a donated jar of it from um, one of his uh, appointments. And uh, here in meaning, someone he broke into and did second story work on. Um, and uh, he tried it out for a while. And then we had to uh, lay him off. What I want to say about that is one: if you do, it's excellent that you that your people are not using it because uh, that is a perfect way to ensure that you have more wanti on your payroll. Yeah. Well, he didn't. Now I dealt with wanti. He didn't exactly turn into. A negotiable one, too. Exactly. Um, I had a thought, and I, that I'd like to talk to you more late, more about this later. Perhaps there might be an agreement that we, as potential representatives of certain, shall we say, city officials, whom I have not spoken with, but will speak to about this. Perhaps as a, as we can come to an agreement about perhaps your people procuring more of those things from uh, individuals who may be using it and unaware of the side effects. You want us to go around and steal every single jar of fucking pink goop we see? That would be wonderful. However, I need to uh, work out logistics. And what would you like us to do with the surplus of lotion, quote unquote, that we would find ourselves with? No. 
Rub it on your skin or else you get the hose again. What? Give me a few days to think on this because I have a couple of ideas, but it's not really my uh, area of expertise. This is probably something I should have talked over with Ron first. This is... We need somebody to analyze the goop. I will tell you, it would be uh, quite an operation and our rates for something of that scale are rather high. Listen, you're doing something for us. We're doing something for you. That is rather important. I'm pretty sure you want your associates Which leads me to the other thing I wanted to talk about, actually. Um, Have you heard of the Eyes of Tear? Yeah. They have uh, been uh, a resurgent thorn, I would say, in the city's side recently. We have reason to suspect that that thorn may be lodged somewhere in the Undercellar. I do know that there is a certain entrance to their catacombs. We've one, we had a uh, certain guild member who went and retrieved items that the dead couldn't take with them. Let's <laughs> say uh, it's a way of it's surplus income. We call it. Sure, you looted them. Yeah. We looted their dead bodies because the rich generally get buried with shit that they don't need anymore. How, how is yeah, like his face is need. turning into a scowl as he just listens? Yeah. Birds. And it was that very Birds same agent who was very good at their job who did not come back. That was the first one to not come back. I see. And this was one of the people who came from the West. Yes. Or went to the West. Went to the West. Not come back. In a metaphorical sense, he stayed there. If we could. Um, help alleviate that problem, that particular problem. Mm-hmm. Would that go a ways towards uh, striking some sort of balance? That would go a ways towards evening the scales, I think, yeah. Then I think we have a plan of action. If you could, um, since we're here, I uh, would very much like it. If you could be on the lookout for my a recent protege of mine who has went missing, who saw, who I saw a lot of promise in. Can you describe her? Yes, um, she's very young, has a little sparkle in her eye. Uh, came here not too very long ago. That's um, not being very But if you could, well, well, she'll uh, she'll answer by the name of. What? She'll answer. She'll answer by the name of um, Riverstone. Does that mean anything to you? No. Okay. Absolutely. I haven't seen her in a while, and she went to go take an exit uh, through to run an errand through that way, and this was before I realized the scale of what was happening. How long ago did she disappear? Oh, I'd say a week or so ago, maybe two weeks. Common. Um, <coughs> what species was she? Is she? Human. 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 I'm really Let's see. I thought it wasn't specific like that. It's well, it, it's it's humanoids, right? Which is could be, gate. Yeah, could be anything. <laughs> but um, also, I appreciate the reflex. I was listening because I thought, yes, maybe I would know. But also, why was the reflex when a young, promising female protege was mentioned that, hey, Ron, do you know anything? Why was that the reflex? <laughs> No, because Ron is currently... And also he writes everything down. Pierre writes nothing down. Because (laughs) apparently a a friend of Ron's came here looking for him and disappeared. 
And I remember you were going to go look for her. That's not her name, is it? Is it her name? That's not that's her not name. Her. That's not her name. Would she have given her actual name? Or? Fuck! No! <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't like. So we'll, we'll make a special attempt to track the protege. Wait, I never What is it again? I never... Riverstone is her name? No, um... The, the, the ability. No, oh, the, the ability is, uh... What is that? Um, Primeval awareness? Primeval awareness? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know how it works. But, uh... Yeah, that one is just, like, tracking classes of... Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, can rangers track, like... With uh, what's a survival check to try? Yeah, individual. yeah. There's also something primeval. He used it before um, yeah, to that's find, fine. yeah, um, to detect the presence of. Yeah, you can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you, of you, mm-hmm. or within up to six miles of your favorite terrain. Uh, the feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can Just only there, and you can only choose like humanoid. Yeah, it doesn't give you any information on what kind of humanoid. Yeah, well. And that, yeah, and like, you know, we're not that deep, so... <coughs> yeah, yeah, you are... Six miles underneath? Six miles underneath. No, you definitely detect humanoids. If you were to use it, which I'm not saying you did, but if you were to use it, you would detect humanoids and you wouldn't be able to define that. So you would have to rely on mundane tracking. you got humanoids all over. <coughs> which, considering... It, well, now, so it's a week gone by, but this is also a part of the undersell that the thieves don't usually go to. Mm-hmm. So that might... If any humans were down here, they're not thieves. They're not part of the thieves guild, you know, and they would be easier to track. And especially uh, if you got more information from Nine Fingers King yeah. about her protege, yeah. you could pass that information along to Connell. And I'm pretty sure, or Ed, since he's here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's, let's have a, a like a, a short, you know, <clears throat> conversation with her about that specifically, and yeah. you know, make sure Connell has. Uh, information about like you know what what was she wearing you know what kind of boots well human um, humanoids are my favorite enemy mm-hmm. and nice. I have experience studying tracking hunting Which and means talking. you can track them up to six miles and by track I mean detect if there are any humanoids within <laughs> no, I'm talking about six yeah I'm talking about favorite enemy not mm-hmm. primeval awareness oh um, well, yeah it, it does interact with that she describes that uh, she came in wearing you know rather kind of upper class finery and clothes and things um oh no she she didn't (laughs) (laughs) didn't, and now she's chic yeah she didn't necessarily uh she's tray chic uh she didn't thank you she didn't necessarily trade any of that in um she kept her clothes but kind of wanted to but kind of like modified them to make them more usable in the life of a thief describes that they were of a sort of lilac in color and they were made of you know very very fine cottonous uh, fiber the, the clothes not the lady the clothes yes she was a very lilac lady flower hal is quite satisfied with how this is mm-hmm. going anyone else have anything they want to tomorrow let's say midnight um, let's That's exchange contact info. Well, uh, what does that even mean? Well, you can always find me here. Where yeah, can I find you? always be let in? I believe I can make arrangements with Mr. Not Your Fucking Business <laughs> to always let you, you in. Frank? 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be frank, Mr. Not Your Fucking Business. Yeah. Well, given that you know who we are, you probably know who we're associated with. Oh, I do. I know where to find you. Well, you don't know exactly where to find me, but you'll find me hanging around these dopes. <laughs> That's true. Yes, I have. I don't know you. Very interesting. But since you hang around them, I, I guess you're trustworthy enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one's totally free. Um, we may be easy pickings, but I wouldn't. Well, it. I. Hmm. Just take that for what it's worth. Okay. We'll do. I think. We'll do. I, uh, I'm not. There, I always I take think. things for what they're worth. I'm not there, but I would think that thieves have an entirely different uh, metric for what what counts as easy pickings. Yeah, but I mean, like, I I would not want to be the thief who tries to rob his hazel. No, you would not. I would not want to be the thief who <laughs> succeeds at robbing. robbing no, who, at, who gets caught? So, do you guys <laughs> exit? Uh, I, I I think so. I can't think of anything else. Um, I just give him. The big old piece out of Um Like, before you guys would have left, I would have described what this meeting was for, and you've done most of that, but also that, like, hey, maybe because these guys are really smart and well connected, we want to make it apparent that we would like to continue uh, some sort of arrangement or that we are open. Well, since you're Connell's conscience. You can, you can bring that up at our next meeting, sure. Mm-hmm. Also, I. I yeah. As Hal's walking in, it's like, did, did Hal know about you wanting to find your friend? I thought we had discussed this, but... <sighs> yeah, Because yes. I thought that was the reason you wanted to get in touch with the thieves. Going there through. were many reasons, yeah. Um, so that was one of those. Basically, as we're leaving, like, oh, one more thing. Um, apparently, Ront uh, did want to discuss with you uh, the possibility of potentially finding a friend of his who's been in the, the town, but he, who he can't locate. Mm-hmm. Do, you, um, do you have the name for this friend? Do I have the name? <laughs> uh... Yes. Okay. Because I, I, I think I remember you, you mentioning the name, but I've totally forgotten. So I've totally forgotten. The that. name is Isail Morn River. Yes. Uh, her name's Isail Morn River. Um, if I have a description, I'll give it, but I don't think I have a description. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly hope you do find her. That. So do we. Uh, if there's anything you can tell us, that'd be great. I assume there's nothing you can tell us. She has a very sort of down look on her face, and she says... Nothing. <laughs> Adam, I've never seen you give a more quick time event prom <laughs> I rolled a 12 on insight. She has a very down look on her face and she says, Nothing I haven't already told you. <laughs> okay. It's, it's clear Hal has no idea, like, what is going on here, but he's pretending that he does. Turn around and leave. Okay, cool. With, uh, yeah. Okay, it's, it'll be at about when we get <clears throat> to the door that he'll be like, oh! Yeah, so, um, so, so, so she leads you back, uh, towards, uh, you hear from the dark in the west, kind of, you hear, um, Winky say, please come back! Absolutely. Save some of the soup. Oh, yes. Petunia will be really glad to hear that. <laughs> I like <Motion>. him. <laughs> what? What was this motion? The soup. <laughs> the soup. <laughs> yes. So. If nobody knows what's going on, he is literally 
jackhammering his fist. <laughs> that is about as polite a way to put it. Yes, it's very, it's very. Yeah. What should I say? The motion of what like. What the hell is he doing over there to the west? <laughs> You'll figure it out, I guess. Oh God. Um. So don't have the soup. Don't have the soup. Don't have petunia soup. Um. She leads you back out through the through the fake door that is, through the fake keg. You know, that's just basically a door. Uh knocks a few times in a very specific pattern on the door that uh, Frank, Mr. Frank, not your fucking business, uh, was leaning up against. Uh, he opens the door, lets you out, she resumes to more sack butt jazz, uh, resumes to sit on the couch, the table, props her feet up, and just with her fingers, just sort of waves bye-bye. Give a little, like, salute, and walk out. Cool! I think I'm gonna have a Bellini before I... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They hand you a to-go Bellini. A to-go Bellini? A to-go Bellini. Does Baldur's Gate not have the law against open containers? It's Baldur's Gate. I don't know. No, I it's don't very know. medieval. They don't give a fuck. I'm 14, Adam. Fair. <laughs> they don't care. They do not care. Okay. Hey guys, Adam here, jumping in real quick to do that thing we talked about last Monday, where if you recommend the show to five of your friends, and then uh, tweet us their handles on Twitter, and give us a little message, we'll give you a shout out on the show for free. Uh, we're going to do our first one right now. This is from Jules at Angry Bun on Twitter. She says, hey y'all, I run a YouTube channel with my friend called What Time Is It? where I post original songs I write along with covers of songs from other bands. This year I hope to post bi-weekly songs, whether it be covers of other bands or my own original pieces. I'm going to try and get an acoustic version of my new song up by the 16th. Hey, hey look, that's today, so go check out our channel. See if it's there. But for now, uh, I'm going to leave you with an original song I have on the channel for you to hear a sample of my sound. And that song is The Remnants slash original song slash coffee house. That's the title of the video. So go ahead, check it out. And she says she hopes everyone has a fantastic day. And so do we. We hope you all have a fantastic day. Please continue to recommend our show to others. That is the main way we are able to grow right now is strictly through word of mouth. So continue to tell your friends, tell your party members, tell your DM, and then send us those recommendations along with a personalized shout out and we will read it on the show. Thank you very much. And again, this is Adam. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye-bye. Speaking of uh, people uh, <laughs> whose name is Rot, we come at long last to you. You guys lived. You guys lived. We lived. They knew! Yeah. We, yeah. Intimidation. We, 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 they knew. They knew. <laughs> they, they, yeah. From the moment I walked in, they knew. Probably from before. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. just so you know, there was a sort of, like, magical barrier thing. It did not affect her disguise self. She was just able to see through it. Oh, she, she's I an see. She's uh, trickster or something. Or something. I see. Yeah. She knew. I forgot you were doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I believe where we left off with Ron, he had uh, met again, reacquainted himself with Rheingolf, 
<laughs> who was the guard outside of uh, Lord Tweedery Downs' yes. estate. Yes, and that was... That was yes. <clears throat> Opens the door, mm-hmm. and inside is a well-lit uh, marble, black-and-white marble-tiled floor with a grand staircase leading up to the second floor. It looks newly renovated. Uh, and dressed in a long, since purple is a theme of the night, a uh, long mauve gown uh, with the sort of split down the left leg. Her hair up in a bun is Tautana Sapra. And she's leaning against a, let's call it a grand harpsichord. Sure. With a glass of red wine just sitting atop. And she seems to be waiting for you. She's going to wait for just a little bit longer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What'd you roll? 19. Okay. Hormones are fine. Continue. (laughs) Rheindahl, shut the door behind you. It's a rather loud bang. It's a very tall door. Uh, you see the words uh, T-D in gold metal, gilded on the outside, and then shuts, and now you're inside. Okay. She picks up her glass of wine, approaches you, and says, Ah, yes, uh, Mr. Havenfeck, it is good to see you again. Yes, how long has it been? It has been a few hours. Well, you've, you've, uh, was she wearing that back at the thing? I don't think so. No. She was probably wearing another formal gown. Yeah, she was wearing black. She was wearing a different formal gown. Uh, I, he's 14, he's 14. Dealer's choice. Did you (laughs) change something about, uh, the, 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 you, you look... Good. <laughs> she 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 she's mid sip of wine and has like a little like a little kind of a chuckle and she said, Yes, I, I changed. My job allows me many the creature comforts. I just mean to say that it is an impressive uh, logistical feat to have uh, pulled that look together in so, so short a time. Well, thank you. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lord Twittery has many assistants and uh, handmaidens, and I am here as his personal assistant, and therefore I am very well taken care of. You That's good. Very well care of him. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Ooh. So, no, no, she probably does, and Ron's not going to pull that trigger. Go on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are her lips orange? Oh, my God. That was a 13, dude. It might as well be. Um, I don't, I, yes. Um, yes, hi. Yes. yes. Hello. We have, <laughs> city boy. Please, um, let's retire to a drone. Okay. She leads you back um, into... What are we going to draw? Into a not uh, very small drawing room. One would say it probably was a den of some sort. Uh, It's rather large. There's um, uh, the 
mounted on the walls are heads of various uh, creatures. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Is there a couch in the middle? No, I, I thought we were going to go straight into various heads of heads of state. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is a couch in the middle. Yes, there is a couch in the middle. It is uh, blazing scarlet red. Okay. Oh. And she sort of lounges on it. Oh. Rot's going to remain standing. <laughs> there are plenty of seats. Rot's going to remain standing. <laughs> Roll. Okay. <laughs> Ront is very suggestible at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Seat. Ront sits. <laughs> no, 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 not there, not there. She, she, she moves her feet uh, closer together on the couch. <laughs> For the record, the dice rolls keep getting higher and higher. <laughs> Um, these are finely crafted chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Please, come sit closer. Rot sits. I, it has been a long day, and I do not wish to strain my voice. Rot sits. Thank you. And, uh, like, very tight and closed together, perched as far as, like, she's allowing on the red blazoned casting couch. Uh-huh, which is probably very comfy, right? Uh, as far as possible. Closed and uh, upright. Not sure. Wonderful. She says, So, as I mentioned earlier, I think it would be great for the city of Baldur's Gate to get, uh, receive some form of a politician due as it were, as it so happens to be, who knew his way around business and who could uh, lead it to being a great city, yes? I was... I mean, those those all sound like, well, and good reasons, but I was... Uh, Baldur's Gate wasn't great? Well, it has its problems now, does it not? As does any principality, municipality, and uh, other kinds of palady. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what I would think is that in the interests of the city, I believe that uh, your organization, the guild, your guild, could uh, benefit Mr. Twitter's campaign with some sort of promotion or sponsorship made public uh, prior to the election, of course, uh, <coughs> for the benefit of his campaign. And I am quite sure that uh, Lord Twittery would return the favor uh, uh, by taking care of matters that, and having the ear of you and your guild uh, to discuss matters that are important to you and take care of you as a person in a position of power that he will be. Um, points of order. There are several. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, first, do the, does Ront understand that the guilds are uh, like generally very like? Do the guilds often engage in this kind of political activity, or not, are the guilds generally apolitical? Not to your knowledge, that they. They have not participated in this type of uh, political construct, mostly because 
Uh, there hasn't been an empty seat in in the council for um, since their creation. Oh, <clears throat> fuck! Can I roll history <clears throat> to have a general understanding of the political layout and whether the guilds would have any interest? Go ahead. I'm pretty sure my thing is a fucking plus eight or ten, so... Nine. Uh, So, twenty. They... If the guilds... There are... So, yes, they would have an interest mostly because a lot of... They are receiving outside pressure from organizations such as the Lord's Alliance, for instance. uh, And um, some folks within the city to not have this sort of growing, booming adventure economy because everyone's now hiring adventurers out of Baldur's Gate and not seeking adventurers in their own hometowns, right? So people from Waterdeep would come to, would send word to people in Baldur's Gate to do jobs in Waterdeep, which sort of for Pierre's lizard brain, how far is that? That's miles north. Like, well, well yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, the yes, but like, we're already talking at scales of miles because we're talking so about like, a civilization without cars. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I don't know <coughs> specifics, but I do know that the uh, the continent in which this takes mm-hmm. place is like quite larger than North America, like long. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Especially wide. Yeah. As well. So, um, uh, Eurasia or Africa. I would say you're looking at the distance between San Francisco. No, yeah, the San difference. Tokyo. Between, San. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the difference. Well, the difference between <clears throat> Los Angeles and San Francisco. That distance, I think. Yeah, that's that's about appropriate. Which is a bigger deal in a civilization without cars. Okay. <clears throat> yes. That is. Um, okay, so that's that's the main thing. It's like interlocal. Like national politics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not at the local level. Not necessarily at the local level. Uh, there is a small pushback, but it's been seven years. People are still are starting to settle into the fact that the guilds are not going to go away anytime soon. All right, this is pretty recent. Um, it's like all of a sudden people rising up and saying Facebook shouldn't exist. Well, you kind of you kind of late on the ball there. Oh, you mean 2014? Yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> um, that is an interesting proposition. Um, I unfortunately have to say that for myself right now, um, I'm not bestowed with the uh, authority to speak on behalf of the guild for the, of, of matters of that uh, magnitude, I should say. Um, I would be happy to pass that these importunations, that's a word, that's a word, that's a word, mm-hmm. uh, along mm-hmm. to upper management. Um, but I'm sure you know that um, there is some interesting political climate to consider with respect to uh, the involvement of guilds in the political system of Baldur's Gate. Yes, I, I, I believe that is, that is a, a hurdle or a, a unique situation that we find ourselves in, that we have not, uh, I'm being French for some reason, uh, that we are not there, that 
we uh, we address because I think personally, and she sort of sits up, wounds up, and sits and leans closer to you and drops I, her voice to a little bit of a whisper. I I, I angle two degrees away. <laughs> I personally think that the government has kept the guilds out of its business for too long. Uh, say more about that? Well, I think that only so much that, uh, for example, the Flaming Fists could do inside of the city and for the city. And seeing as the government doesn't uh, contract out to you the guilds, from what I know, it would be a boost in your business, would it not? Yes? Uh, again, I'm not able to speak on matters of business development or anything of the sort. Uh, the nature of the clout gained by the guilds in the, in the work of adventuring is odd and strange because it's all, strictly speaking... Well, no, sorry, that's not the way to go about it. Uh, it's... it's some guilds act uh, in a matter primarily concerned with public service, and others definitely do not. Um, it is odd to consider that any or all of the guilds would be compatible with the sort of uh, public services and public works that the government would be contractually obligated through the will of the people or whatever the hell it is uh, to actually carry out. That is true. That is very true. Uh, although I, I know that some jobs could arise uh, that the government could use help on. And I uh, have heard from guilds who are willing to cooperate with uh, Lord Twittery on this issue. And I'm afraid that the amount of funding that could go to those guilds could unfortunately, if, if uh, the certain situations arise, uh, could lead to uh, them being more widely known and therefore more widely hired and widely grown, as opposed to guilds who uh, are not uh, moving forward with times. Have you? You've, you've been having meetings with other guilds? Well, yes, of course. Um, would it be too forward to ask which? Only if you say please. <laughs> please. <laughs> That's much better. Oh, yes. I'll get it, I'll get it, buddy, I'll get it. <laughs> She leans back uh, and lounges back, giving you breathing room, and says, The Blackhearts are one such guild that has uh, approached us, saying that they are very uh, open to the idea of cooperating with okay. Lord Twitter. Okay, that uh, actually seems very in line with their mission statement. Uh, any others? Well, the Order of the Guild of Rose has uh, talked about it. Pumps. Um... Is is uh, I mean those are those are rather prominent. The ones. others I have not quite uh, approached because uh, I am sort of going with the ones that, uh, from an outsider's point of view, uh, have been more prominently in the news lately, or uh, more well known, I guess, fame. 
So that is why I'm coming to you, the Knights of the Helmet Claw. But you reach out through one of their most junior members at the moment. Well, one of their more famed members, I would say, right now, at the moment. Uh, I mean, I understand the uh, uh, public relations impulse to go with the most, um, the most widely known of the Adventurers Guilds, but wouldn't it not be more prudent to go with uh, some more uh, in-depth research about which guilds are most well-positioned to cooperate with the government? We have. You seem in a very good lucrative position. What? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) You seem to be in a very lucrative position. Oh, I'm not talking about... uh, mere capital gains, but in terms of which guilds have the greatest infrastructure or already existing uh, business relationships to be of most use to the kinds of things that the government would have to pursue. Such as? Um, well, there uh, you mentioned um, the Flaming Fist, so local policing. Local policing. Um, there is much more to local policing than just uh, beating drunks over the head with a stick. And um, some guilds are very good at that, and some guilds are not. Uh, uh, there's there's local policing, there's international policing, and to what degree Baldur's Gate does or doesn't have to do that is, um, you know, up, up for public debate, I'm sure, all the time, but um, some guilds are very capable of mobilizing at an international level very easily, and others are very not. Um, I'm not really even sure what the... Uh, uh, Attendance, membership, roster, garrison of the Knights of the Helm and Cloak actually are in terms of standing and ready uh, uh, operatives at that kind of deployment scale. Well, I would say this. Uh, you are very well liked among the city and among the, the people of the city and That's, outside the city. Uh, really interesting of you to say about and, us and, and my and, colleagues. And if, if I might add, uh, I think recent polls, you, you poll very well with the uh, young female uh, crowd, I must say this. Something about the fangs, I think it was. Um... <laughs> Point of order? Yes. Uh, Ront is not as embroiled in the whole... Like, Ront personally, being Mm. a Mm half-orc, is not Mm -hmm. as embroiled in the whole uh, infernal fuckery that's been going on? Mm, No, not as embroiled. (sighs) Uh, You say that about me, but what about my colleagues, my associates, people that I regularly work with and entrust my life to? I believe that your colleagues have are in positions where they too can serve the city. I think that in let me see if I I've gotta find the words. Um I don't know but uh, Connell getting you onto uh Jedankel's, like campaign was one of the most brilliant moves. I was probably gonna do it anyway, but fuck you man <laughs> You need to be saying this to Jedankel. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me I need to give him his new talking points? Yes, Christ. He says, Look, I understand that there are some rather not nice people who are making a lot of noise in this city, from what I've seen, a very limited time that I've been here. But I think that 
Lord Tweetery will make sure that uh, they are quieted, that they are, uh, that their worries are alleviated, and that uh, you and your friends will feel safe. Again. Does he have an action plan to accomplish those kinds of things? Because it seems that it benefits him for those kinds of people to be. I'm, uh, for lack of a better phrase and timing, uh, up in arms. Uh, they seem to be some of his uh, pretty staunch supporters. I think they support him on a lot of various different points, not necessarily uh, those uh, points regarding uh, cultural diversity and things of this nature. Uh, for example, a lot of them are farmers, and he has promised a very, very very big uh, supplements to the farming community to bring it back, uh, seeing as we are losing a lot of business, uh, business to the heartlands. Such subsidies would be very welcome. Um, and where would those subsidies come from? I believe they would come from more trade, uh, increased trade, uh, and... Of what form? Of what... Oh, well, uh, let's see. You hired up to other, uh, to other cities, right? You are a, uh, you are a citizen of Baldur's Gate. They, such as Neverwinter, for example, would pay you, yes, yes, more money. We can act as a sort of, uh, uh, let's call it a union, yes? Yeah, that's already running into the kinds of, uh, political reticence that the guilds have had to uh, tow around for the longest time. We're already coming into uh, the sort of uh, international competition in the adventuring business. Yes, but with the official backing of a state... Would only serve to exacerbate that and make that an actual national issue. Well, we could get... Who would mess with Baldur's Gate? Enough people with swords and knives. We are not afraid of mere swords and knives. We have swords and knives and fire and fury. (laughs) If there's one thing that I, in my very short 14 years of experience, uh, can say about the world that we live in is that there is no shortage of knives or swords or fire or fury. She takes a sip of her wine and she says, Well, I can see that this is not becoming a very pleasant conversation. And uh, I can also see that we are not particularly uh, hitting the uh, points that you as a citizen are interested in. However, Lord Twitrick does uh, ask for your vote and in the upcoming election. And you might say your loyalty. <laughs> One might say your loyalty, yes, yes, yes. And and I am sure that uh, it could uh, be helpful uh, for your future. Um, I would also th- say this... Insight right now, right the fuck now. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Um, that's not mine. Um, <laughs> right, I don't have that at all, so... Um, uh, 16. She's, she seems like she's about to drop something big that could help you. In, oh, okay. I was more worried about uh, being threatened, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> How does Rump, like, react? Um, uh, he is lock tight and has been and has not stopped. <laughs> does he have his, like, alchemist satchel? 
<laughs> clutch to his chest. Uh, that would be too much. <laughs> For example, um, we could look towards uh, repatriating a certain individual who uh, has darkened the borders gate's gate with malevolent intentions towards yourself and we, Lord Twitter, I should say, he is very concerned with the safety of his future constituents and believes in the security uh, of your certain person. And I think uh, that this, uh, what was his name? She, she like lifts a sheet of paper on the side desk uh, on the other side of the couch arm. Ah, yes. I believe this Drogo Morn River has nothing but ill intentions towards Oh, yes, but what is... Ah, yes, a Goranturak Threshbringer. Oh, I'm sorry, that's... Your name is Rod Havenfair, not Goranturak Threshbringer. I, I am so sorry. These things can be very confusing, especially when two individuals look exactly the same. And there's the thread. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rod doesn't have a drink. Ron doesn't want to drink. It just would have been a really useful prop right now. Um, a waiter comes by <laughs> and places in front of you in a very nice crystal tumbler uh, with a huge sphere of ice. Uh, about, I would say, with that, two fingers of rum in the glass. Ron will take a moment. Regard the glass. Regard... What's your name? Taltana? Taltana. Um, regard the glass. Lift the glass. Sniff the glass. Pound the glass. Slam it down. Um, Baldur's Gate is, has, and will continue to be a very interesting place for very interesting people. Um, your ability to do homework is commendable, and I don't know if it's you personally or your uh, extended network, but in, at, it, at any rate, it is commendable, and I very strongly respect that and will treat that with the uh, dignity that it deserves. However, um, what you've failed to understand is that I, as far wow, <laughs> sure buddy, um, <laughs> that I, as far as Baldur's Gate is concerned, am a law-abiding citizen that deals with his own problems. Uh, not to say that my problems aren't also the problems of Baldur's Gate in some respects, but this one in particular is mine. And I will face Morn River however he wants. Very good. Very well. Then, I guess I shall... I guess. Uh, I'd like to take a moment and say that I've given you every opportunity to assuage my fears about uh, the Lord Tweedery's uh, platform for the upcoming election, uh, which, uh, honestly, it's so bizarre that it's only coming together in such short order. Debates a day before the election? Who put this thing together? But... Um, <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> Um, I will say that um, on the public forum, 
the Lord has every opportunity to win my vote, but that is what he must do. He must win it. And your ability to do homework on me is somehow not reflected in his ability to do homework on Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Can I nominate him for his I was about to give it to Holy him. Shit. I was about to fucking give it Holy to him. Holy shit. Excellent. Excellently worded. Excellently worded. And with that, um, yeah, Ron already pounded the glass. Of course, yes. Um, is, is, is that the door? Lovely couch, lovely dress. Um, I guess I shall inform Twitterin that he may uh, now take his nightly bath instead of sitting for a meeting. Shall I send your apologies? Um, I would be open to meeting him on another date. Mm, indeed. Well, uh, in that case then, have a wonderful night, uh, Mr. Havenfair. I'm sure we will... I'm sure you will see me pop up every now and again. You do do that. that that's also very commendable. You're a woman of a unique skill set, I see. I, I am... Uh, I pride myself in my ability to be in one place and then another. Bobby the office. Honestly, that was probably someone else. We still don't know who that was. <laughs> Unless she's always glamoured, which I can't see through, so... <laughs> Thank you for your hospitality. And, um, honestly, this is going to be interesting to admit, but I'm much more confident about your abilities than his. Hmm. Some would say, behind every uh, man, he is a powerful woman. And some would say that the woman should be in front. And I leave. Oh, uh, Mr. Fair. <laughs> so some chaos. <laughs> Do please, please, as you as you are at the door, Rheindahl opens it for you. Yeah. Uh, she sort of steps into the threshold of the hallway, leans against the stairway banister, uh, and then you step out of the threshold. Yeah. She says, uh, Mr. Havenfair, uh, please give my warmest regards to his saying. And then Rindall shuts the door. Yeah, sure, okay. <sighs> yeah, sure, okay. <laughs>